Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Well, it's always good to have a Bible chat with my friend Eric Pement, who is the executive director of EMNR, Evangelical Missions to Non-Christian Religions. You can learn more about that ministry at emnr.org. He's also a member here at Harvest Jacksonville and has joined me previously in our Bible chats. Eric, good to have you back. It's a pleasure to be here today. We are in the book of 1 Kings, Eric, and I'd like for us to take a look at chapter 3 and also skip over to chapter 4. You know, when we talk to the Lord, when we pray, He is open to hear our hearts, and nothing we say to Him is a surprise, but He tells us to come to Him and to ask Him our requests. He, he says, seek and you shall find, knock and door shall be open to you. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to ask like a child with childlike faith. But it's fascinating to me when we get to this, these two chapters in the book of 1 Kings, we find King Solomon being given the opportunity to ask for anything. Let's just look at it here in 1 Kings chapter 3. And the Lord says in verse Five at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, "Ask for whatever you want me to give you." It's like a blank check; just write it out, whatever you want. So this is a conversation the Lord is having with King Solomon in a dream. That right there reminds us that dreams are significant through the Scriptures, and we we should probably pay attention to what we're dreaming about. I think that's just a, a bit of wisdom there as well. Just a side note, but. So this is the conversation taken between the Lord and Solomon in this dream. He says, ask for whatever you want me to give you. And verse 6 tells us, Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You've continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. But I'm only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you've chosen, a great people, two numbers to count or number. So give your servant, here's the request, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this this great people of yours? Now the word wisdom is not used in that, uh, those sentences there, but that's what he's asking for, the word discernment. So he would lead well. I love the fact that his request is not just for himself, it is to benefit others. In, in my translation, it has a little marginal note, and it says, of course, uh, a hearing heart, literally, mm. a heart that hears the Lord's will, not your own will. When I want to know that I'm following, I want to hear from the Lord and, and not from my own imagination. Right, because the Lord is the source of wisdom. Not only is the Lord the source of wisdom, there is certain natural wisdom that we have, and I think that Solomon is going to show that he has a, a level of natural wisdom later, but in particular, that's not going to be enough, especially when you're a leader of people, uh, a, leader, a king in this case, or any person with a leadership role, head of the family, uh, head of a business, or head of a nation. The more people that you have, the more responsibility that you'll need to listen to what God says in your leadership. Um, Otherwise, you're likely to be unproductive and not simply unproductive financially or successfully, but also unproductive spiritually. 
be a bad example of a Christian. I would rather be no example than a bad example. This is a great example of how to ask the Lord for something. When And he is, by the way, offering to us, his people, he offers to us an ear that we might come to him with our requests, and he loves for us to come to him with our requests. And one of the things he tells us is that if we lack wisdom, this is going over to the book of James in the New Testament, we should ask him, and he will give it. So that's cool to think about. We have this example of Solomon in the Old Testament who asked for wisdom, and he he gave it to him. Look at chapter 4 and verse 29. God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. God also said, because you asked for this, you could have asked for untold wealth. You could have asked for, you know, most people would ask for the the money. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and read it? Yeah, go ahead. What, what does he say, God say to him? This is, this is back one in uh, chapter 3, verse 10. The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon asked this thing. And God said to him, because you have asked this thing and did not ask for yourself a long life, nor did you ask riches or did you, the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to discern judgment, Behold, I have done according to your words. I have given you a wise and an understanding heart, so that there will be none like you before you, and neither shall there arise any after you that are similar. And so the one thing which he asked pleased the Lord to give him a wise and understanding heart. Governance is a very important, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit, one of them, among many, uh, but you have the power to do great good and the power to do great evil when you are the king and it's going the repercussions will last for generations and so in this case it's important to keep on and actually the truth is we do see that the kingdom of judah ended up being it it fell into uh, some apostasy but overall it was more righteous than the other kingdom when the kingdom split i go back to the book of james because i also think about how he says in james you do not have because you do not ask it's important you ask god don't assume he's just going to give you these things uh, when it comes to wisdom. Ask for it. Now, what's really also fascinating is said, it says in verse 3 of chapter 4, the book of James, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Some people go to God and they're just asking for tangible things or, or, or personal wealth that they can spend it on themselves. And the Lord says, you know what? I don't always... Honor that request. You do not have because when you do, or when you do ask, you ask with selfish motives. Solomon, at this point, he asked God for wisdom for the benefit of others. I want to add one more thing to the concept of wisdom. The concept of wisdom does not mean the same thing as direct revelation. I know that, you know, I used to come from a Mormon background for some of you, and the James 1 5, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And so, in the uh, uh, context of discernment, they would say, okay, let me ask of God, which means what I'm really asking for is a direct revelation. I want God to give me a sign. But wisdom actually is the application of real knowledge of true facts and knowing how to apply those facts contextually and correctly. And so when you're going to ask for wisdom, you actually also need to be engaged in study and research and investigation and analysis of of real history and of real facts you sh- it's not the same as asking god for a supernatural sign or a supernatural feeling or a direct revelation um 
so wisdom does involve truth. It important to remember that. I'm glad you added that because there is an element in which we need to consider that it's not like you ask God and he's pleased with that request and you're asking him with the right spirit so that it might not just benefit you but also benefit others. Those are important. But then also there is this concept that we have to go seek it. This is found in the book of Proverbs. Oh, yes. We're to seek, we're, we're told mul- multiple times in the book of Proverbs that we are to seek wisdom. So you ask God for it and then you seek it. You don't just ask him for it and then just sit there and go, okay, God, drop the wisdom on me. Like you're saying, as if it's some supernatural revelation. Instead, it requires study. It requires uh, us breaking a sweat, if you will. Um, and a lot of that means going to his word to put his word in his mind into our mind. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.